Hey, the national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new SUV like an adventure-ready RAV4. Available with all-wheel drive, your new RAV4 is built for performance on any terrain, from the road to the trails, and with plenty of passenger and cargo space, plus available tech like wireless charging, you and your entire crew can stay connected. Or check out a stylish and comfortable Highlander with three spacious rows of seating for up to eight passengers and with available features like the panoramic moonroof. You can sit back and enjoy the wide-open views with your whole family. Plus, both RAV4s and Highlanders are available in hybrid models, so no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and save on gas. Visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals on RAVs, Highlanders, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. If you're like me, it's now the end of the day, and you say, "Uh uh-oh, what are we going to have for dinner? Well, here's the solution. Eating better is easy with Factors Delicious, ready-to-eat meals. Every fresh, never-frozen meal is chef-crafted, dietitian approved and ready to go in just two minutes. You're going to have over 35 different options to choose from every week, including Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, and Keto. Flexible for your schedule, get as much or as little as you need by choosing your meals every week. Plus, you can pause or reschedule your deliveries at any time. Also, there are more than 60 add-ons to help you stay fueled up and feeling good all day long. Factor is the perfect solution if you're looking for fast, premium options with no cooking required. Sign up and save. We've done the math. Factor is less expensive then take out and every meal is dietitian approved to be nutritious and delicious. What are you waiting for? Get started today and get after your goals. Head to factormeals.com slash smirconish50 and use code smirconish50 because you'll get 50% off. That's code smirconish50 at factormeals.com slash smirconish50. Get your 50% off. Hi, it's Michael Smirkanish. Welcome to Book Club with Michael Smirkanish, a collection of Michael's favorite interviews with authors from the last 30 years through today, on the air, on radio. What sets my book club apart is that I actually read the books. Book Club is now in session. Undelivered, the never heard speeches that would have rewritten history, a great book by my next guest, Jeff Nussbaum, who, by the way, has served as senior speechwriter for President Biden and led or co-led speechwriting at four different Democratic conventions. Jeff, congratulations on the book. I read it and thoroughly enjoyed it. As a matter of fact, I'm, I'm in a book club, and your book, Not Chosen by Me, was a recent selection. Well, I'm even, I'm even more flattered than thanks. So um, I told a story at book club the other night because, well, I'll tell you what happened. James Humes was a guy that I got to know. Unfortunately, he passed two years ago, but he'd been a speechwriter for Ronald Reagan and Margaret Thatcher. And on a campaign that I was involved in 20 years ago, he was brought in for some debate prep. And I remember engaging him in conversation about speech making because I've always taken it seriously. And he said to me, remember now, when you go out and give a speech, don't spend any time thanking people. And I said, well, what do you, what do you mean? Of course, I'm going to, first thing I'm going to do is I'm going to thank. He said, no, just get right to it. And if later in the speech you want to thank them, but you've got one shot to capture their attention and you make that same point in the book. Yeah, indeed. I actually say like if, if it's, if it's 
written on my headstone someday that he got people to start their speech and then thank people later, I'll, I'll die a happy man. I, I just think <laughs> that you've got it right. We live in such an environment where attention is so fragmented and fractured and hard to get and hard to maintain that why use the very beginning of your speech to do the one thing that we know loses attention? Um, plus, it kind of becomes meaningless if you just list names. If you really want to thank someone for something, find a reason in the body of your remarks to say something meaningful about their contribution. The goal of a speech in almost all cases to persuade. And then you cite early on uh, the Monroe motivated sequence. We're not talking James. We're talking Alan. Who was Alan Monroe and what is this sequence? I, I just want to say before you lay it out, I think this is so beneficial for people who are listening to the program, whoever have to get on their feet, not just those running for office, but in business, in life. This is the secret. Go ahead. Yeah, this is going to be your five-step cure for writer's block. Um, uh, Alan Monroe was a professor at Purdue in the 40s, which is a reminder that those of us who write speeches are doing something that we could could have done with a quill and ink or a chisel and granite. It's an, it's an analog profession, but the elements of persuasion are the same. Five steps, attention, problem, solution, visualization, call to action. And I'll just give you a sentence on each. We talked about attention. You got to get the audience's attention right off the bat. Stories jokes, a bold or counterintuitive claim that you're then going to back up. But then, you know, smart people like your, like your listeners and viewers, they, they're excited about their ideas. So they want to say, hey, I've got an idea. I've got a solution. But that only matters if you're solving a problem important to the audience. You've got to pause and explain the problem you're trying to solve. Then you get to present your solution. But, you know, in, in my political life, in my private sector life, I work with, with people who get really excited about their products. But, but the solution is, is the features. How that solution looks in the world, that's the benefits. So the vision is, what does the world look like? What does the company look like when my solution is in place? You've got to give people a picture of the future, not just a picture of your solution. And then finally, if you've got them hooked, if you've got them aligned, call them to action. Get them to do something. Get them to sign up or donate money or give time. Um, all of those things. You, you want to move an audience uh, as you mentioned at the beginning, to action or allegiance. And this five-step process, attention, problem, solution, visualization, call to action, that's the route to get them there. Now that we've heard Jeff Nussbaum say this, will we going forward be watching mostly a political speech? Maybe it's President Biden. It wouldn't be Donald Trump because he marches to his own drummer. But will we be listening and say, oh, wow, you know what? I just heard steps one through five the way you described them. In other words, do speech writers actually follow this or is it just rote? Does it come naturally to you? Yeah, it comes. Well, first of all, I think speech writers approach approach writing speeches like religions, like everyone thinks they have the one true path. Right. But, but at some point in every speech, you will find all of these five elements. And for me, I mentioned that I treat this as my writer's block um, cure. If I have to write a speech quickly, I don't quite know what I'm doing. I will literally write down a sentence for each of these. What is the problem? What's the solution? And, and in that way of sort of puzzling through what I want each of those steps to be, I've started to cure my writer's block. So, so once you know it, you will start to see it in all sorts of places. This is Jeff Nussbaum. The book is called Undelivered, The Never Heard Speeches That Would Have Rewritten History. This is the Book Club with Michael Smirconish podcast from Sirius XM. Spring, is that you? 
Warmer temps mean new Allbirds styles. Meet the Superlight Collection, the lightest ever shoes from Allbirds, now in fresh colors. They've designed must-have travel styles for when you need to jet. The lighter-than-air feel and barely-there fit make these shoes some of the most packable styles ever. That means more comfort and less baggage. Take the Super Light Tree Runner on your next adventure. Its cushy, lightweight foam midsole supports every step, and the extra outsole traction gives you the grip to just go for it. The Eucalyptus Fiber Upper adds next-level breathability to keep you going all day. Plus, the Super Light Tree Runner is comfortable and ready to go right out of the box. So, what can you do in a Super Light shoe? What can't you do is the better question. And because they're super packable, the real question is, where are you taking them? Experience how Allbirds redefines comfort. Visit Allbirds.com and use code SUPER24 for a free pair of socks with a purchase of $48 or more. That's A-L-L-B-I-R-D-S dot com, code SUPER24. Hey, the national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new SUV like an adventure-ready RAV4. Available with all-wheel drive, your new RAV4 is built for performance on any terrain, from the road to the trails, and with plenty of passenger and cargo space, plus available tech like wireless charging, you and your entire crew can stay connected. Or check out a stylish and comfortable Highlander with three spacious rows of seating for up to eight passengers and with available features like the panoramic moonroof. You can sit back and enjoy the wide-open views with your whole family. Plus, both RAV4s and Highlanders are available in hybrid models, so no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and save on gas. Visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals on RAVs, Highlanders, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. If you're like me, it's now the end of the day, and you say, "Uh uh-oh, what are we going to have for dinner? Well, here's the solution. Eating better is easy with Factors Delicious, ready-to-eat meals. Every fresh, never-frozen meal is chef-crafted, dietitian approved and ready to go in just two minutes. You're going to have over 35 different options to choose from every week, including Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, and Keto. Flexible for your schedule, get as much or as little as you need by choosing your meals every week. Plus, you can pause or reschedule your deliveries at any time. Also, there are more than 60 add-ons to help you stay fueled up and feeling good all day long. Factor is the perfect solution if you're looking for fast, premium options with no cooking required. Sign up and save. We've done the math. Factor is less expensive then take out, and every meal is dietitian approved to be nutritious and delicious. What are you waiting for? Get started today and get after your goals. Head to factormeals.com slash smirconish50 and use code smirconish50 because you'll get 50% off. That's code smirconish50 at factormeals.com slash smirconish50. Get your 50% off. As a professional welder, Shayna Ford uses Forge FX to practice over and over, which helps her improve her skills. The more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Listen to Michael live weekdays on POTUS, Sirius XM channel 124 and on the SXM app. This is Jeff Nussbaum. The book is called Undelivered, the never heard speeches that would have rewritten history. It's a unique concept, and frankly, having read the book, I'm kind of surprised nobody beat you to it. What is it conceptually that you were doing? 
I'm very happy that no one beat me to it. I was I was <laughs> paranoid because I delayed publication uh, when President Biden asked me to come into the White House. So it was ready to go. And then I, I held on it. Um, but basically, I in my career writing speeches, there are a lot of speeches that went undelivered for very mundane reasons. But I started to think, where are the places in history where one outcome was so close or the, or the decision was so in doubt, not just in politics, but in war and peace and other areas, that there was a speech prepared, uh, a speech that actually shows us what the first steps down an alternate history path look like. And, and rather than being an imagined alternate history, these were actual speeches that were actually prepared by the leaders. Um, this is John F. Kennedy with a speech announcing airstrikes on Cuba during the Cuban Missile Crisis. This is Emperor Hirohito apologizing for World War II and resigning the throne and throwing himself at the mercy of the War Crimes Tribunal. Uh, this is King, King Edward, for those of your listeners who watch The Crown, not abdicating, going directly to the British people and asking if he could stay on the throne, which would have left Britain with a Nazi-sympathizing king at the dawn of World War II. Really consequential stuff. Eisenhower apologizing for the failure of the D-Day invasion. Really, really consequential, consequential moments of, of choosing where we could have gone in one direction, but we went in another. And by so the I way, by the way, for, for that story, yeah. For what it's worth, at book club, one of the comments about Ike's speech, the preparation of a speech to be delivered if D-Day were a failure, the comment at the table was no politician, no military leader today would be so prepared as Ike was, meaning unwilling to take ownership of a defeat of that magnitude. In fact, I, I, I love that speech. It's very short. It's handwritten. We have an image of it in the book. You yep. see that in his own handwriting, he writes, the troops have been withdrawn and crosses it out and writes, I have withdrawn the troops, right? If you know your grammar, he went from passive voice to active voice. But he actually did something much more than that. Instead of saying the troops have been withdrawn, it happened. He says, I'm taking ownership of this. This is my operation. It rises or falls on me. And I think that's something we've lost in a lot of leaders today. Um, that there's even some evidence that you should never apologize if you're a leader today. That People's attention spans are short. You can delay. You can deny. You can obfuscate in the world and move on. But I think Eisenhower gives us this really beautiful clarion example of why you do take responsibility. When I ordered Undelivered, I naively thought that it was simply a compilation of speeches that had never seen the light of day, not recognizing that the speech almost plays a minor role. It's the way you set it up in context and explain what was going on in the world at that moment that gave rise to a speech that was never delivered. That, that combination, I think, is the beauty of the book that you wrote. For what it's worth, what stood out in my mind, and this is probably more of a, a reflection of me than anything else in the subject matter, but the Nixon, uh, you know, that weekend before he before he resigns, when I, I, I guess with Al Haig, he has a reconsideration and there's a drafting of an alternative speech where he says, Watergate be damned. I'm sticking around. That one made an impact on me. Edward VIII, uh, you know, being willing to say, I love her and I want to be king is the second one. And of course, the Hillary speech that was never delivered, which I could tell from reading it. She frankly didn't spend a lot of time preparing. Um, yeah, all, all true. And, and like you, I thought I was writing a really easy book that I just found the speeches and I would slap them on the page. Right. As I did my research, um, 
I realized each chapter could almost be a book unto itself because recreating these historical moments was the real fun of it, right? That's where it gets exciting, realizing how the world turned in one direction or another. And so you're you're exactly right. The Nixon one, I spend a lot of time in that chapter going back to the famous Checkers speech to remind people that Nixon had experience laying himself bare, speaking very honestly to the American people and having the American people rally towards him, that the caricature of Nixon is kind of a dark, shadowy figure. But he had the ability to be incredibly persuasive. And that was what he considered doing in this speech as well, being very honest, saying, I've looked at the evidence. It doesn't look good for me. But here's why I think I should stay on Um, Hillary's speech. She was very generous and gave me her victory speech uh, that went undelivered in 2016. And one of the things I note in that chapter, as you've seen, is that all of the cracks, the fissures that ran through the campaign would have run right into the victory. What do we say to the Trump supporters who I call deplorable? What do we say to the Bernie supporters? And so um, and so you see her attempt to smooth through those. Um, but except for the very ending of the speech, it doesn't quite get there. Um, and, and then, of course, Edward's abdication is, is almost a you know, he was the king, but it was almost a sad plea, basically saying, hey, British people, don't you want your king to have the one thing that I don't have access to that you have access to, which is a happy partnership? So all of these things and the drama of that moment where um, basically the prime minister calls the head of the BBC and says, if the king shows up at your door and tries to give a speech on the air, don't let him in. <laughs> um, so there's really drama around all of these, but also psychodrama in each of them as well. I, I'm still not clear on Churchill's real role. It seems like he was working every side of the fence in that chapter. He, he really was. And, and so just to share with your listeners, Churchill was out of power at the time. And there was some and, and as his wife, wife later described, you know, may have been the last believer in the divine right of kings. He, he loved the royals. He loved this king, even as many people didn't. And so there's some thinking that Churchill could get the king to kind of divide the parliament and Churchill would ride the king's supporting party back into power. Um, the, the fingerprints, I, I did my darndest to figure out where Churchill's fingerprints were and where they weren't. And the challenge is, is he tried to erase some of them himself and then others have tried to place them where they weren't. But there is at least we know that Churchill certainly helped the king with speeches and helped him early on. Um, but it appears that, that someone closer to the king named Walter Monckton had more of a hand in the king's non-abdication speech. Um, and, and that's where I found it. But, but yeah, I wish I could give you a more definitive answer. But if I had to give you my, my best educated guess, it, it's that Churchill was advising early on in this process, but didn't ultimately put pen to paper on the on the speech that ultimately was not given. It takes a certain degree of humility. This is something else that I recognize having read undelivered a degree of humility, by, by the way, which I do not possess, which is to write words, to be a great wordsmith, have others deliver them and get the credit for it. Like, wh- Wherein lies the balance of how much credit ought to be given to the speechwriter versus the principal for that great paragraph, that great one liner? Well, there's 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 famous cautionary tales among this this uh, brother and sisterhood of speechwriters of, of speechwriters who've taken credit for the work publicly and then gotten fired for it. Um, and so early on in my career, you know, I was a 22 year old working in the White House, and I said, "This is this Hobson's choice. I get to be in the room, I get to see and, and witness stuff, but I don't get to say what I've done." And um, 
And so later on, I said, well, if I want to see my, hear my own voice and see my own name, I should write a book. And then someone pointed out to me that the book I've written is still just other people's voices. So, <laughs> so maybe I'm unable to break, to break out of that silo. But it, ultimately, I've come to believe that when you work with someone, um, A, you want them to own the speech, right? To, not to get be, be like a political theorist about this, but it was John Locke who said to own something, you have to mix your labor with it. You want the speaker and a, a speechwriter who really works with their, their clients is a thought partner, but the speaker is mixing their labor with it, and that's how they come to own it. Um, but but okay, but can I give you just one yeah. that's top of mind? Please. So so think Kennedy and ask not, right? And I don't know, was that was that Sorensen? Was that JFK? I don't know who it was, but is it fair to give JFK the credit for that great line? It's so funny you choose that one because later in his life, people would ask Sorensen, you know, who really wrote that line? And Sorensen would say, ask not, um, you know, with a wink. <laughs> right. And, and um, it's, a, it's an interesting question. Um, I think ultimately you have to credit it to the partnership, you know, the same way you credit a great song to Elton John and Bernie Topin, you know, um, if you're being that, that it was the alchemy that existed between um, Sorensen and Kennedy that, uh, that yielded that line. Um, but I do think it's, I think it's an overstatement on both sides to say it belonged to one person alone. This is Jeff Nussbaum. The book is called Undelivered, The Never Heard Speeches That Would Have Rewritten History. This is the Book Club with Michael Smirconish podcast from Sirius XM. Spring? Is that you? Warmer temps mean new Allbirds styles. Meet the Superlight Collection, the lightest ever shoes from Allbirds, now in fresh colors. These must-have travel shoes have a lighter-than-air feel and barely-there fit that made them the most packable shoes ever. Plus, they're comfy right out of the box. That means more comfort and less baggage. Experience how Allbirds is redefining comfort. Visit Allbirds.com and use code SUPER24 for a free pair of socks with a purchase of $48 or more. That's A-L-L-B-I-R-D-S dot com, code SUPER24. Hey, the national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new SUV like an adventure-ready RAV4. Available with all-wheel drive, your new RAV4 is built for performance on any terrain, from the road to the trails, and with plenty of passenger and cargo space, plus available tech like wireless charging, you and your entire crew can stay connected. Or check out a stylish and comfortable Highlander with three spacious rows of seating for up to eight passengers and with available features like the panoramic moonroof. You can sit back and enjoy the wide-open views with your whole family. Plus, both RAV4s and Highlanders are available in hybrid models, so no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and save on gas. Visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals on RAVs, Highlanders, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. If you're like me, it's now the end of the day, and you say, "Uh uh-oh, what are we going to have for dinner? Well, here's the solution. Eating better is easy with Factors Delicious, ready-to-eat meals. Every fresh, never-frozen meal is chef-crafted, dietitian approved and ready to go in just two minutes. You're going to have over 35 different options to choose from every week, including Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, and Keto. 
Flexible for your schedule, get as much or as little as you need by choosing your meals every week. Plus, you can pause or reschedule your deliveries at any time. Also, there are more than 60 add-ons to help you stay fueled up and feeling good all day long. Factor is the perfect solution if you're looking for fast, premium options with no cooking required. Sign up and save. We've done the math. Factor is less expensive then take out and every meal is dietitian approved to be nutritious and delicious what are you waiting for get started today and get after your goals head to factormeals.com/smirkanish50 and use code smirkanish50 because you'll get 50% off that's code smirkanish50 at factormeals.com/smirkanish50 get your 50% off Listen to Michael live weekdays on POTUS, Sirius XM channel 124 and on the SXM app. I'm not giving everything away for free. One final question for my guest, Jeff Nussbaum. The book is called Undelivered. Aristotle. First of all, I pronounce it pathos. I don't know if you say pathos. What did he mean? I'm with you. We go pathos. Okay. Okay. So in ethos, pathos and logos, with regard to pathos, what is it? So pathos is emotion, and Aristotle wrote on rhetoric to basically deconstruct why words could move people, right? People thought rhetoric was almost a form of of dark magic, that just with words you could get people to march into battle or change their minds. And so he really wanted to create a roadmap so people could understand what strings in their heads were being pulled. And pathos is the most powerful string. It's the emotion string. We, we think that we are thinking creatures who feel. No, all evidence shows that we are feeling creatures who occasionally think. And so pathos is really, in speeches, it's stories. It's powerful stories that become our way of understanding the world. And stories, study after study, has shown outweigh evidence or logos or logic. So, so pathos, at least the way I deploy it in this book and the way I think about it in terms of speech writing, is the power of story, you know, rather than statistics, to yield emotional responses. So you've got in your head the Monroe motivated sequence and Aristotle's ethos, pathos, and logos as you are constructing a speech for the likes of President Biden. Indeed, indeed. Now, I will say with with Biden, you know, to your question of who wrote the speech, you know, the Biden speech is belong belong to Biden. You know, he's okay. he's been at this a long time. He knows what he wants to say. But I'm absolutely thinking about how do we help him draw from his own his own mind and his own experience those things that are most likely to move people to action. And they are story and experience. They are the the um you know, they are his clear delineation of what the problem is he's trying to solve. But yes, absolutely, all in my mind. <laughs> to, the, to the extent that my mind is, is still working. Um, yeah, they're there. Well, I thoroughly enjoyed it. And what's nice is you can pick it up and put it down. You know, it's the kind of book that you, you don't have to be committed to over the span of one weekend to knock it out. Uh, you can come back to it, which I think is great for many of our schedules. So congratulations and thank you for your willingness to discuss it. Oh, thank you so much for reading it and for uh, for talking about it. And, uh, and, and I, I really appreciate the time as well, Michael. Jeff Nussbaum, ladies and gentlemen, undelivered the never heard speeches that would have rewritten history. 
It's really a good read. I don't deserve the credit for selecting it. Uh, Richard X. Richard X was the one who Actually, did it. I think he got the suggestion from Todd A. Uh-oh. Rich X, now, Todd now A. I th- yeah, I think Todd A suggested it to Rich X. Are and you then sure it wasn't Michael S? Are you sure? Are you sure it wasn't all the X's? <laughs> so it wasn't like Todd X. Are we now going with? Oh, actual- that's right. Oh, that's right. I should have. Right. Wait. Hit the wait. Hit the dump. Hit the dump button. Hit the dump button. Uh, it's a great book. POTUS listeners, you love Clearly. it. Clearly, you love it. Hear more of Michael Smirconish on Sirius XM's POTUS Channel 124. Live weekdays from 9 a.m. to noon east or anytime on the Sirius XM app. Connect with Michael on Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, and at Smirconish.com. Book Club with Michael Smirconish. New episodes drop Mondays, Wednesdays, and Fridays. Spring, is that you? Warmer temps mean new Allbirds styles. Meet the Superlight Collection, the lightest ever shoes from Allbirds, now in fresh colors. They've designed must-have travel styles for when you need to jet. The lighter-than-air feel and barely-there fit make these shoes some of the most packable styles ever. That means more comfort and less baggage. Take the Super Light Tree Runner on your next adventure. Its cushy, lightweight foam midsole supports every step, and the extra outsole traction gives you the grip to just go for it. The eucalyptus fiber upper adds next-level breathability to keep you going all day. Plus, the Super Light Tree Runner is comfortable and ready to go right out of the box. So, what can you do in a super light shoe? What can't you do is the better question. And, because they're super packable, the real question is, where are you taking them? Experience how Allbirds redefines comfort. Visit Allbirds.com and use code SUPER24 for a free pair of socks with a purchase of $48 or more. That's A-L-L-B-I-R-D-S dot com, code SUPER24. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America.